and welcome to the Codex Cantina, where I am Una. Merry Christmas! Crypto. <laughs> uh, I have to tell you, did you know what my son calls you? So he gave you a first name. Oh, cool. I got this new equipment, so he's been helping me do audio check, and he'll literally just say, audio check, audio check, welcome to the Codex Cantina, like over and over again. You know what? He he, I, he literally introduces himself as his co-host. I'll go, I am Una. He goes, and I am Boris Crypto. <laughs> Oh, like boring? Oh. No, I think Boris like Russian because we've been doing all oh. the Russian stories. I <laughs> Does does he think I'm Russian? I don't know. I I just laughed when he did it. When he did it. Ugh. I am Boris Krito. <laughs> well, we've been, we've been we've been talking a lot because my wife was interested in how we were doing all these Russian stories. She got into kind of some international cooking as well. So we did everything from like pranishkis to these Italian cookies to lots of different types of gingerbread. And like, um, I keep wanting to say far from pooping, but I think it's like, I think it's like Pfeffernusen or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it makes you constipated. <laughs> You know, you eat enough of these cookies. That's that's what can happen. But we've been oh, doing sure. a lot of we've been doing a lot of international talk here, which is where I think he picked it up from. Awesome! Oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's cute. It's cute. I'll forgive him since he's adorable. Now for our game of the month, crypto. I know nothing about it. Did you prepare one? I have a Christmas movie trivia game for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's so do it. so first thing is, if you don't know the movie, then let's just skip it because that won't be fun. But if you've seen the movie, I'll ask the question, give you the options, you tell me what you think, okay? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So have you seen the Polar Express? Ah, uh, yes. All right. So the Polar Express was a huge movie starring Tom Hanks. How many characters did Hanks play in the movie? 13. 12. I'm going to give you options. Oh, okay. Jeez. 12, 3, or 6? 12. Eh, he played 6. <sighs> really? That's it? Gosh. Yep. He, it felt really... Felt really irritating. Felt like twelve. <laughs> All right. Have you seen Elf? Of course, I've seen Elf. All right. So Will Ferrell wins our hearts with Elf. He plays Buddy the Elf, and he find, finds his father in New York City. Which building does his dad work at? Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, or Bloomingdale's? Mm. Can I go with Empire State Building? Ding, 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 ding! Yes. You are correct. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, have you seen The Grinch Stole Christmas starring Jim Carrey? Yeah, I think I've seen it once. What is the name of his dog? Max. Max. It's Max. Milo. Next question. Max, next question. Okay, Max it is. <laughs> Controversial Christmas movie. A teenager gets more than he bargains for when he gets a cute little critter, critter <laughs> named Gizmo. You've seen Gremlins, right? Yes, I have. So the question is, which Disney film do the furry critters end up watching at the movie theater in the end of the movie? Oh. Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Fantasia. Oh, it's either it's either Sleeping Beauty or Snow White. Um, <whistles> oh, okay. So Snow White then. <laughs> Snow White. All right. Okay. Not All right. a controversial Christmas movie. Fight us. Have you seen... Die Hard. I have. What does Detective John McClane write on the sweater of the dead henchman and send to Hans Gruber? Yippee Kaye, MF. Welcome to the party, pal. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to go with the machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Ding, 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 ding. Very good. Very good. 
Have you seen the not so famous Home Alone? <laughs> What's the not so famous? Like the fourth one? No, I'm just saying. Have you seen Home Alone? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, of course I've seen Home Alone. Come on. Yeah, it's the most I think successful Christmas movie ever. Which city did his family visit when leaving Kevin behind? Paris. Next question. No, oh, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Good job. Good job. Good job. Excellent. All excellent. right. Well, Merry Christmas yeah. and happy holidays to you out there. If you've been following along with our very Russian Christmas, this has been a very fun Christmas adventure. Before we get into that, we need to select one story. And it, as a reminder, you can do the short stories, books, novellas. You can do the manga if you ever actually read one. And that will be our pick of the month that we would recommend to our, our followers here. Ready? What are you going to choose? They're going to be very surprised. Novel by Jim Butcher, Battleground. Mm, I think I, I know one person right now that gasps, and her name is Leslie from the Nerdy Narrative because she's <laughs> so anxious to see what your view was after you you poopied on the first one. So you went from yep. poopy you went from poopy to putting the poop on the pedestals. What you did. I, I I covered the turd in gold. There, <laughs> Jim Butcher did. <laughs> All right, for my pick of the month, I'm looking at these. What'd I'm you gonna go? go. You go. I'm gonna go with with Night Before Christmas. I'm gonna go with Vanka. Or the Dulce. Vanka by Chekhov. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was either that or Full Metal Alchemist. I felt like. I was trying to figure Whoa, out what kind of I mood was, I was in. Yeah. Left field Vanka. I mean, I know you liked it, but wow, compared to the Dostoevskys, wow. Yeah, that's wow. one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite. That's my favorite Chek- Chekhov story of all time. It's. Okay. I, I don't know if it's one of my favorite short stories of all time. I don't know if it would make top ten, but it's up there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. So for our rating system, Vanna White, me, top of the right, line. I'm ready, Vanna. We're, we're, I mean, I'm ready. Do... Or Una, I'm crypto. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> all right top of the line we've got collect it which is the go out spend some money get some signed editions if you can it's going to be important to you and your life next up buy it this is the category of paperback hardback uh kindle whatever you need to do go spend some money and get that in your eyeballs as soon as possible backlog it, put it on. this what put on your amazon wish list on. hey just, it just you're you're here for looks you, oh, I'm sorry, Pat J. Jack. Okay. All right, backlog it. This is the get it from the library. May not be worth it. So make sure you don't spend a lot of money or effort into this one is our recommendation for the general audience member. Next up, we have skip it. Second from the bottom. This is There's probably some reasons why we think this probably won't be for most people. Make sure you do your research before purchasing it. There's a book out there for everyone. And that one person may like this trash it category. This is the idea that there's probably some problems with this book. Do a little bit of research before uh, investing any time or effort into this one. All right. First up, we have novels. Uh, let's start it off with Battlegrounds. I want, I want to hear how the poop went from the toilet onto the pedestal. So I loved this book. I, I was thinking about it. I've been contemplating. Is it my favorite one of all of them? Does it beat... Uh, summer night, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna say it right now. It does. I think it's I think it's my favorite book in the series. So I went from my least favorite book in the series with Peace Talks to my favorite book in the series mm. with Battleground. And I think that's because it is a much better, well written book. I feel like it was Jim Butcher back in true form. Stuff actually happens. There's resolution. 
There is some low points. There's high points. There's purpose to this book. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people aren't going to like it because things happen. But if nothing ever happens or changes, then how can Harry grow as a character? Uh, and anytime something you know bad or good has happened in his life, he's grown as a character. And I feel like we have the most growth of his character in the whole series up to this point. Uh, it's really setting the stage. I feel like it finally delivered on the idea that Peace Talk and Battleground was supposed to be one book, and and this was the the climax, the finish to it. Uh, I just I, I felt like this was Butcher, and the other one was his editor writing it. Uh, I just I, I can't give enough praise for this one. You know what I want to do? I want to do like a live video chat with you and Leslie, and just see the two of you duke it out because she hated this. Like she feels betrayed by this book. I would love to see the two of you duke it out on this. Yeah, we'd have to have a spoiler-filled video for that. And, you know, if you've read the book, then you probably know why she hated it. Uh, If you've read the book, then you know why I was able to get past that and why I felt that uh, it added more to the book, the series, and and Dresden as an individual. So I I thought it was some of the best character development and pushing the plot forward. Uh, Awesome battle scene after awesome battle scene after awesome battle scene. And some of the best, most heartfelt written time uh most best heartfelt written scenes in all of the books you know 16 books now wow just he nailed the end of this i I couldn't believe it i was blown away after how horrible peace talks was so crypto queen of the peak ratings is telling you that there was a very high peak in this one therefore the book was very good Moving but there's on, the lowest we, of the lows too. Lowest <laughs> of the lows too. Though. But you're a peak. You're a peak raider. Whatever the peak is. I'm a is, peak raider. That's, that's yeah. what you rate it. All right. I do. Wolves of the Kala by or Kaya <laughs> by Stephen King. I'm gonna guess that you said buy it. You didn't guess what I said for battlegrounds. Battleground. No, you, you said collect it. Come on. Oh, okay. Anyone who puts right. poop on a pedestal is gonna rate it a collect it. All right. Wolves of the Kala. Buy it. Yeah, buy it. I think this is a good solid entry, and it might be my favorite of the Dark Tower series now. Uh, I thought that it was a lot of fun. I will say that. It was a lot of fun. I would add on, I'm also very glad we took a break. I feel like if we hadn't taken a break after Wizard and Glass, I probably would have felt more drained. Going into this with energy, um, going into this with the mentality of almost like Ready Player One, like a lot of nostalgia references, it was just a lot of fun. I, I had a, I had a good time with this. Was there a lot of literary value in here? No. <laughs> this is probably one of the lower of, of, of these books. This is probably one of the lower on the literary value scale, but it was definitely just like a fun, nostalgic ride for me. Uh, but if you're already on the Dark Tower path, this this is one that is it might buck some people. The surrealism might be a little bit too much for them to take. So you said buy it? Yeah, I said buy it. Okay, All right, cool. up next is... <laughs> Up next is my solo effort, Why This World, a biography by Clarice Lispector. And I'm, oh, I always do that where I forget to bring Collect it so I can like, where I can hold it up or whatever. Uh, I'm going to go with a backlog it for this <gasps> one. This, what? You know, Ben Moser, he had such a daunting task in front of him to collect information about this mysterious woman who would never answer any questions straight. His is very associative in her thinking. Probably, you know, First of all, clapping ovation for the effort that he put into this. And I appreciate him bringing her to the literature world. With that said, there were some parts where his writing kind of questioned like why he kept doing a periodic statements over and over again in the beginning, at least. Um, I think 
you know, Brian from Bookish had a recently good chat on this about with biographies of when you're a biography, when do you insert yourself into the story? And it better be for a good reason when you do insert yourself and offer your opinion. And he does do honestly a good job of just reflecting facts and kind of talking about some criticisms of the stories. Part of my issues was he 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 wasn't, I feel like, soft enough. I, I appreciate, which is a subjective opinion, a little bit more humility in offering the criticisms. And I felt like he was very just, there was times where he took stabs. He, he definitely took jabs of, if you don't think this way, you're wrong. And I think that's just a little short-sighted from a biography standpoint. All right. Backlog it. All Fair right, enough, next, I think. Yep, yep. So up next, we have manga along with books with V. Miss Richardson reads Leslie. They've been reading Full Metal Alchemist with me, which is, this is a, a story about two little boys who made a very poor decision and now must live their entire lives with the consequences in this world governed by alchemy. So the idea of equivalent exchange. To get something, you must give up something of equal value. And you can't just get something from nothing. And it's a lesson that permeates the boys, it permeates the themes and lessons, and it permeates the story arcs throughout this whole piece. Now, is this the original one that you're reading? What do you mean by original? Like, yeah, this is an original story, yeah. Yeah, like the one from like the 80s or 90s or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you might be thinking of Full Metal Panic. This is Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, isn't that one little boy a robot? I think you're thinking of Full Metal Panic. Full okay, Metal Alchemist. There's one of the little boys is um, he, he's in a suit of armor, but this is this isn't from the 80s. Okay, I thought it was a lot older than that. I thought it was. I thought I remember like reading a little bit of this as a kid. No, the first one came out in 2001. So I think you're unless you're 21. So that's a little kid, big kid. What? <laughs> All right, what am I going to rate it? Uh, well, you're not done, and you love the manga. I want to say buy it. Yeah, I think buy it's a solid pick for this one. I, I will give this warning just because our, our viewers are much different, I feel like, from all the other people's viewers that we've been talking about. We, we have a lot of overlap, but there's some differences in... There's a lot of plot in this, and it did wear on me. So it's worth pointing out that I've actually had to drop the, the anime three times i think in my attempts and i never was like well this is terrible i want to stop but obviously something was pulling me away and i think i realized as i was going through it this time that like it starts out with some character development you learn a little bit about their you know philosophies and their their histories and theories on religions and then that just stops and it's just like issue after issue after issue of just plot and when this character needs to go this to this other location it's so convenient that there's like this perfect reason for them to have to go to this exact location very heavy-handed in the the plotting along aspect of things too but it's like super fun and i think most people would enjoy it but for those of you that are real character based this ain't it in my opinion the characters are fun and entertaining name something in between issues 10 and the ending where we learn something new about the characters you, you really don't the, the main characters at least sounds like an interesting take on it i could swear i've read it though or at least I've seen it. Maybe it was the cartoon. Is there a cartoon anime? Yeah, but it came out yeah. like in the 2000s. Like you weren't a little kid then. Uh, uh, my wife would argue that I still am. Yeah, okay. <laughs> my, well, definitely, yeah. my mother definitely would. 
Let's move into short stories. Now, this was the month of a very foreign Christmas. Our first very foreign Christmas with Christy Lewis at Dostoevsky in Space. The idea is we look at the same Christmas stories over and over again. Let's experience a different culture's Christmas. Yeah, so right? I, was, I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, can I just give one rating for all of them? Because I think that you should buy buy it. I think you should buy this book. Let's do it. Let's just do yeah. one rating for all of these because I think if you watch our stories, you get an idea for how, how we'd recommend or not recommend them. And I think it's a highly yeah. individualistic experience that some people are like, Christmas means joy. You can die and go jump off in a cliff if, if it's sad. Well, this isn't for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think like my sister would enjoy reading these. Uh, you know, she's become more of an avid reader. Uh, and I don't think that she would like this. She likes Elf, and she likes Christmas Vacation, and she has 18 Christmas trees in her house, and she loves decorating and cooking and doing, you know, hot chocolate, you know, bomb things and stuff. She she loves all that stuff, and I don't think that she would get a lot of value out of this, uh, but I think that if you're looking for experiencing a different culture's interpretation of Christmas or how they value this holiday season in particular, then I think it's worth a buy. You know, the, the book is not that expensive and you can kind of peruse through it, use our videos as guides. And I think there is definitely literary value and cultural value more importantly. Yeah, I think this has been a big year for what people ought to be doing, which is listening. And there's a lot of different ways to listen. I don't think this is the first thing you should start listening on, but this is this is how we decided on our booktube channel where we've been really getting into Russian literature. This is one of our ways to listen of, of, of well, you know, beyond just the greatest stories and the greatest writers, what's maybe a theme, like a holiday, that we can gather stories around and try to absorb maybe some differences. So I would venture to say buy it as well for me overall. But if you will allow me, since I already chose Vanka as my one short story for this one, yeah. would you indulge me in picking one of these stories as your pick of the lot, like the pick of the very foreign Russian stories? What would be the one Russian story? I said Vanka. What would you say, if you're going to pick from these eight, what would you go recommend them they read? Uh, I will tell you, but I want you to guess first. I think that you can get it. Uh, can, I ask, can, I ask a, okay, can I ask a question? Oh, now you want a clarifying question? Sure. Okay. Is it is it based is your reason based on logic or based on emotions? Um emotions. I think you are going to recommend it's either okay, in my opinion, I think you're gonna either say Gogol or Zoshenko. Because Zoshenko's the most Christmassy. So are you going for that logical route or are you going for the zany, which not everybody wants zany? with Google. I think you said New Year's tree playing it safe Mikhail Zoshenko. Yeah, I think that's the most logical choice. Uh emotionally, I think that it's going to connect with people. So, I mean, it is the logical choice, but it's also the emotional choice as well. Uh that's how I kind of viewed it as all right, if it it's Christmas adjacent <laughs> so to speak mm -hmm. where yeah. somebody that has never learned anything about christmas culture outside of watching american movies hallmark movies growing up in an american culture of what the tree and the presents and santa claus and what coke tells you santa claus looks like this can be something that can be an entrance level different foreign cultures view on christmas so I, I i will play it safe and i think that that's one that uh is a starting point so if you read if you buy the book start with that story yeah i i would agree 
overall yours is the safer option. Mine is definitely more aggressive. When I recommend Vanka by Shekhov, I'm also, I think I'm in picturing a guy that's like really into literature and does short stories. You know, this isn't like his first Fourier into it. So I'll add that little proviso onto to that recommendation with that. I guess I'm, I'm thinking of if you buy this book and you're sitting down to teach your children about different cultures, you know, to broaden their horizons and be like, all right, we've learned about this and we've learned about this. And now we're doing these cultural studies for Russian Christmas. Maybe start with that story. That's how I kind of thought about it. Well, all right, guys, hopefully you had some fun reading here in December and we hope 2021 is going to be even more awesome for you. We'll have kind of like a, a, a read along announcement here where we're going to post a lot of options of videos of like, hey, uh, would anyone be interested in reading this with us? Is this something that you could fit into your schedule? And uh, we'll talk about potentially kind of partnering up and doing some things for our 2021 goals. And then we'll also have our January Tibber coming up soon, which if you followed us last January, we had a really awesome time with you know, looking for the greatest short story of all time. So we do nothing but short stories in January with the idea of what are the short stories that people say are the best. We want to read the best short story of all time. And we're going to be looking for it this January. So if you haven't ever read short stories, this is a good place to jump in and know that you're going to get some golden nuggets in there. So with that said, if you're down for literature adventures like this, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We post videos two to three times a week. Una out. Happy holidays.